Welcome to the Wealth Easy Podcast, your destination for insights on wealth, health, and real estate. I'm your host, John Durbano. I went from former financial advisor for a big bank to now educating people on how to plug your financial leaks and create your rich life without using the stock market. Before we dive in, please hit that subscribe button and share it with others. By subscribing, you're helping the show grow using the algorithm and allows us to get even more successful guests on the show. Now let's begin creating your rich life. Welcome back to the Wealth Easy Show where we talk all things wealth, health, and real estate. Today, I'm going to do a solo show. Um, the reason why I'm going to do a solo show is because I'm very active on social media and I get a lot of knuckleheads. Yeah, you guys are knuckleheads who preach Dave Ramsey and tell me that I'm giving bad advice and I'm selling a scam insurance and that you should be buying term and investing the difference. Well, I'm going to show you why that is a bad plan and why buying term and investing the difference never works. When you're designing a financial plan, you want to have maximum financial potential. And in order to achieve maximum financial potential, two things must happen. You must have maximum money supply and maximum benefits. When you buy term and you are investing the difference, you are trying to maximize the money supply. You are not maximizing your benefits because when you buy term insurance, you are betting against the insurance company that you are going to die within a certain time period, whether it's 10 years, 20 years, or even 30 years. Term insurance is only a death benefit. You are simply renting a death benefit. It only pays out if you die. There are no benefits that come along with it. That is why it is cheap. Now, I'm not saying term insurance is a bad product. Term insurance has its needs. For instance, if you are a young married couple, you are in your late 20s or in your early 30s, and you're just starting out with life, and you've got a couple of kids, and you can't afford the cost of whole life insurance, yeah, buy term insurance. But don't let it be in existence for the rest of your life. You're going to want to convert some or all of that into whole life insurance because I always say the best insurance is the one that is in effect the day that you die. Term insurance has a 90%, sorry, I'm going to back that up, 98.9% chance of not being in effect the day you die. Why is this? It's because it gets too expensive. If you're a 29-year-old male and you're looking to replace your income if you're earning $100,000 a year, and you want to replace your income for the next 30 years, you're going to buy a 30-year term policy for $2 bucks. It's to replace that income. So you want to replace between 2 and $3 million. 20 years was probably going to be the sweet spot simply because if you've got young kids, 
you're going to want them out of the house. And I say 30 years, just in case they stick around a little bit longer. So between two and $3 million is what you're going to look for. Now, when you turn 59 or 60, that term insurance is going to expire or renew. And you're probably going to cancel it because when it renews, it is going to be really fucking expensive. I'm going to go into my Sun Life illustration and I'm going to select Sun Term. And for those of you who are listening on Spotify, you can actually go into YouTube and you can see this live or when you do have a chance, it's not live. You can see the illustration that I'm talking about. So I'm going to select a 29-year-old male, non-smoker, and I'm going to put a 30-year term And I'm going to select two million bucks. And for a 29 year old male to have 30 year term insurance for two million dollars, it's going to cost them one thousand seven hundred and five dollars per year. Well, let's take a look at what that cost would be on renewal. When he turns 59, the cost is going to jump from 1705 to $40,760 per year. Now you know why 99% of term policies don't pay out because they get too expensive and you end up canceling them. But if you listen to Dave Ramsey... He's going to tell you to buy term and invest the difference because by the time you're 60 years old, if you listen to his ridiculous advice and getting 10 or 12% a year in the, in the in mutual funds, and I'm going to show you that's not possible because he doesn't take into consideration taxes and fees, you should be able to be self-insured. Well, if you listen to my show last week with Chris Kirkpatrick, that whole idea of self insured is non-existent. It's ridiculous. Because if you need to replace $2 million of income, you need to have $2 million set aside that you cannot touch. It's inefficient. And if you can't touch that money, you now are giving up opportunity cost. There's a cost to not being able to invest that money. But let's just, for this example, let's use a thousand $705 per year. So we're going to buy term and invest the difference. Now I'm going to use Leap software. They have a fantastic calculator that's going to illustrate why this doesn't work. And keep in mind, any traditional advisor could tell you, because I was a traditional advisor for 17 years giving traditional advice, people don't have the discipline to stick to a plan. Investing the difference, they are not disciplined enough because life happens. Things come up. They want to take a vacation. I'm going to forego the next couple of months of putting into my investments because I need to pay off my vacation. Or they're walking through a mall and they see a sale 
and they just got to have this new pair of Jordans or this, the next Louis Vuitton purse. They're always going to put something off and they're not going to remain disciplined and this is going to fail. But let's listen to Dave Ramsey's advice and let's see how this works out. So my present value calculator is showing I have no money there. I'm a 29-year-old male. And I'm going to run this at life expectancy, say age 85. Let's assume that I'm going to put $12,000 annual payment. And I'm not going to give a rate of return because Dave Ramsey says you should be able to get 10 or 12% a year. So let's use historical rates. And if I'm going to run, if I'm going to stop putting into my retirement plan at age 65, I'm going to run this for 36 years. So now I'm going to get this historical rate of return for the last 36 years. So I'm going to go down to 1986, sorry, maybe 85. And what it's saying in a large cap fund, the average return was 8.51%. But the net return is 5.8%. Why is that? Why, are, why is there a 31% differential? It's because average turns do not equal net returns. If I scroll down the illustration, in the first year, the large cap fund had a return of 31.64%. Great. The following year, it was 18.62. As you scroll down in year six, there was a loss of 3%. And you scroll down even further, there's losses. 37%, that would be 2008. So the net return is never going to equal the average return. But I'm using a large cap fund index. Now we have management fees. So if I was putting in $12,000 a year from age 29 until age 65, and I'm using a large cap index fund, I'm using historical averages and going back to 1985, the net result would be $4,830,000. But that does not take into any consideration taxes and fees. So let me just add a 1% management fee and you will see that the net result drops from 4,830,000 to 2,989,000. Adding just a 1% management fees, fees reduces by over $1 million. You'll lose over one third of your wealth to a 1% management fee. Now I'm not going to put any inflation in here. I'm going to keep that out. Now we have the term. We have to put the cost of the term insurance in the calculation. And it's going to be 30 year term and the death benefit is $2 million. When I put the annual costs in, 
it's going to reduce the differential from what the average return is to the net return by over 43% because there is that cost for the insurance. And I haven't taken into any consideration taxes yet. Now, if I'm investing into mutual funds and I'm using the difference from what the term insurance costs me, there is an opportunity cost. Now, if I was to use the net return amount of 4.83%, let me put that in there as the opportunity cost of money. And now my total expenses have increased by over $375,000. Let me show this to you again. I'm going to remove the opportunity cost. And if I just add up 30 years of the term insurance cost, it's $51,150. By adding in the opportunity cost, and that is, had I taken that $1,705 and I put it into an investment that got me a 48 percent return that would have equaled 375,000 so the actual cost for the term insurance is not $51,000 over 30 years it's $375,000 over 30 years and after 30 years you're not going to have any insurance because it got too expensive. You remember it jumped to over $40,000. You're going to cancel it. Now you are left with no insurance. So now you're 65 years old. And after all your management fees, you're looking to retire. And you've got $4.4 million. Great. Now we need to live. And if you use the Monte, Monte Carlo theory or the safe withdrawal rate, it's 3%. So let's look into using the safe withdrawal rate of 3% of 4 million bucks. So by pulling out $120,000 a year, I'm left with $822,000. I haven't taken into any consideration taxes. Let's put a tax rate in here at $120,000. And use the capital gains rate. Let's just put you in a 35% marginal rate. I'm going to use 17.5 as a capital gain rate. And we're gonna pay the taxes from the account. And unfortunately, we're gonna run out of money by age 80. So clearly, using a 3% safe withdrawal rate 
at $120,000 a year is too much. So now we have to go back. We have to adjust the withdrawal rate. And we'll have to use a percentage. By using a 3% safe withdrawal rate, starting at age 65, I'm going to be getting $72,487 per year, starting at 65. And it decreases every single year thereon until I reach age 84, where now I'm living on 27493 And I'm leaving my beneficiaries $888,000, which is going to get taxed. Now, keep in mind, I have zero life insurance because it expired. And now my family is going to owe taxes on this $888,000. Let's take a look at another way. Let's take a look at using whole life insurance as a means to guarantee my retirement income. Now, here's a question for you. Are you going to be most active in the first 10 years or in the last 10 years of your retirement? Most likely going to be most active in your first 10 years. So you're going to have $72,000 starting at 65 and it decreases thereafter. And you better hope that you don't have any negative years. Let's take a look at what happens if I purchase a whole life insurance policy. All things being equal, I'm going to put $12,000 away into a whole life policy. Keep in mind, this is not an investment. Whole life insurance is not an investment. But if you're going to put your money someplace, you're going to want to have guaranteed rates of return. I'm going to design this policy using apples to apples. 29-year-old male. But instead of selecting $2 million of death benefit, I'm going to select it by the payment, which is going to be $12,000 annually. I'm going to use a life pay, but I'm going to specify a premium offset at age 65. What a premium offset does, instead of the client paying for life, he's going to stop paying at age 65. And we're going to overfund this. So when I do that, $12,000 a year only gives this client who is age 29, 312,673 of whole, whole life coverage. Well, that's simply not enough. We need at least $2 million. So I'm going to add a term insurance rider on. 30 years at $1.7 million. And we're not putting any more money in. It's going to take it from the 12000 
Now my client has $2 million of coverage. Let's take a look at the cash value at age 65. So the cash value at age 65 is $807,000. Not even near what the client would have with the mutual funds because in the mutual funds, he had almost 4 million bucks. But now the client is gonna be left with no life insurance. And at 65, his total death benefit is over $3 million. So if he was to leave his family today, his family would get $3.1 million tax-free. But the client is not going to withdraw all of this cash value. He's going to use a policy loan. And when you take a policy loan, the bank basically is giving you a line of credit against the value of your policy. And when you get the loan, it's going to be tax-free. And you can use this right up until you die, which is guaranteed income, all at tax-free. So when the client retires at age 65 and he takes the policy to a bank, the bank is not going to look at the cash value at age 65. What they're going to do is they send it to the actuaries and they take a look at what is the cash value at age of mortality. And for this client is age 83. The cash value at age 83 is over $2 million. The client is going to receive a line of credit of 90% of that value. Now, I did say that if you're going to create a financial plan, that you want to have maximum benefits. At age 39, when this client has only been putting in for 10 years, his cash value is at $126,000. He has access to this money by way of a policy loan tax-free. You cannot borrow against your mutual funds. If you need money, you need to take from your investments, which are then going to be taxable. And when you interrupt the compounding, you're setting yourself back. When you take a policy loan with a life insurance company, the cash value is never interrupted. The compounding is never interrupted. Basically, you were using the insurance company's money and the cash value is used as collateral. You're not touching your money. So if a good opportunity came for a piece of real estate, a piece of land, or maybe you just wanted to get a new car instead of going to the bank and having to qualify to purchase a car. You become the bank. You go to the insurance company. You take a policy loan. You go and you pay for that car in cash. And you pay back the life insurance 
as you would a bank. Here's the great thing about this. When you borrow from a life insurance company, there is no credit application. There is no credit check. It is a private loan. It does not get reported onto your credit bureau. Therefore, it will not affect your debt servicing ratios with any other banks. So you now have the car, your money's there with the life insurance company, and you're simply paying it back. Be the honest banker. If you're going to borrow money, be the honest banker. Pay it back like you would a bank. And when you do make your payments back to the insurance company, you are increasing your borrowing capacity. But now let's run another illustration. So I've already talked about the cash value that the client has at age 83. How do we get that money out? How does this client get access to it? Well, we're going to implement a strategy. It's a borrowing strategy. It's very similar to the IBC, the infinite banking concept. And what we're going to do is we're going to implement a strategy. It's called an insured retirement strategy. And basically what it does is we're going to collateralize our life insurance policy starting at age 65 and we're going to run it to age 84. And we're going to run in the illustration at 90% maximum collateral. And what this strategy is going to allow me to do is starting at age 65, I'm going to get 56,100 per year till age 84 tax free. This is guaranteed. And not to mention, when I do die at age 83, my family is going to receive the difference of what I owe the bank and the value of the policy all tax-free. And that amount is 772929 So let's call it 773000 after the loan payment back to the bank of just over $1.9 million, $773,000 will be left for my family tax-free. And I'm getting $56,000 per year from 65 to age 84 tax-free. If we went back to our other illustration... It was only it was starting at seventy two thousand and decreasing down to just under thirty thousand at age eighty five, and then there was eight hundred eighty eight thousand dollars left over, which would then go to my family and be taxable. So here, my friends, this is why buying term and investing the difference simply does not work. Dave Ramsey gets compensated very well by mutual fund companies to shit on whole life insurance. His daughter owns Xander Insurance. Xander Insurance only does term insurance. This is why he promotes term insurance. He is not a financial advisor. So all you knuckleheads out there 
who were commenting on my social media saying that I should be teaching my clients to buy term invest the difference. This is why I don't. It's bad advice. I'm giving my clients certainty. You're following the fan club of Dave Ramsey trying to sell clients on hope. Hope is not a plan. When you invest in mutual funds, you are not investing. You are speculating. You have no control over what the markets do. And I just proved to you that there is no such thing as getting a 10% per year every single year. There are taxes. There are fees. There's lost opportunity cost. You're not paying $1,700 for a term life insurance over 30 years because had you had that money invested someplace else, it was costing you over $300,000. It simply doesn't work. If you want to learn how to set one of these up for yourself and you want to plan for certainty, reach out to me. You can follow me on Instagram, John Durbano, on TikTok, on my YouTube, or you can email me john at signaturewealth.ca and I'll help you out. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Please go to our YouTube, subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your wealth.